Welcome to the Sales and Presentation Podcast. This is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to transform their sales activity, deliver awesome presentations, and win more sales pitches. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. Welcome, everybody. This is episode 79 of the Sales and Presentation Podcast, and my name is Trevor Lee. And on the show this week, got a very special guest. I've got Claire Boscott, who is a customer experience expert. So, Claire, welcome to the show. Oh, well, thank you very much for having me. It's always really, it's great to, uh, to talk to you, especially after our, our impromptu meeting. <laughs> That's right, yeah, because Claire and I met, I think it was in May at the London Business Show, and uh, I was sat, um, as you do, in, in a seat waiting for a, some sort of seminar to start. And Claire came and sat beside me and we introduced ourselves, as you do. And then I said to Claire, how about coming on my podcast? And then finally, <laughs> uh, here we are. And it's entirely my fault that it's taken us so long to get here. So I do apologize, Claire, but great to have you on the show. So Claire, yeah. how about introducing yourself and telling, uh, telling the listeners a little bit about where your expertise lies? Okay, sure. Um, so I'm Claire Boscott. Um, and um, yeah, I, uh, I am calling myself customer experience guru, uh, expert. I think it's been 10 years. I, I've always been in a hospitality. So I grew up in a restaurant. I did my catering school. I worked in hotels and, and restaurants. So I've uh, always been in kind of that service industry. Um, and I guess you love it or hate it in that industry, don't you? So, you know, I used to love seeing people having fun, returning, you know, enjoying themselves. It's such a fantastic uh, industry. Um, and 10 years ago, I realized that there was a gap in the market in Jersey. So I live in Jersey, which is a little island between France and England, for those <laughs> who don't know where Jersey is. Um, and um, I realized that there was no one here in Jersey doing mystery shopping which is the actual measurement of the customer service. So I decided to take the big leap of faith <laughs> and set up my own business. So I packed the job, I sold the house and I set up the business. And that was 10 years ago. So, you know, it was, um, it was a recession at the time and people were saying, Claire, it's a bad time, don't do it, you know. And, and I'm thinking, well, yes, but if people don't, if businesses don't look after their customers during the recession, what it will it be like after the recession? You know what I mean? And it kind of, so it grew from really mystery shopping to coming back to really the, the core of every businesses. What are, do we stand for? What are our values? What are missions? What are standards? You know, how do we train our employees to our standard? And then we can do the measurement. So it kind of an, an incorporate a lot more than just the mystery shopping, which is just what I started with, with really looking at the culture, looking at the environment, looking at the people in the business, and then the customer experience will come by itself almost. Okay, so yours, yours has been quite a journey, I think, hasn't it, over 10 years? Because, you know, you've, you've gone from starting this business and you, you're now a, a professional speaker, you're an author, and, and you've also created this, this new phrase, haven't you, Coach Sultan. Is that, is that how you say it? <laughs> yes. Well, I always thought it was a bit of a 
because you know it's a bit of a mixture really you want to encourage people but you also want to give them some of your expertise that's why they come to you really so i thought it'd be quite cool just to mix both of them together <laughs> just just to say you know if you need somebody to give you a bit of a buzz but on the same time kind of guide you into you know into the right directions that's that's where what I like to do, you know, and people take the advice and they, they do it or they don't take the advice. That's then up to them. But then I, I think if they come to somebody for help, that's what you're supposed to be, you know, giving them some advice on where, how they could improve. Yeah. And now I'm clear without talking about any particular clients, uh, you know, individually or breaking any confidences, but you know, when do you find that there is still a, a lot to do for most companies to get up to a recognizable standard of providing customer service. I think um, customer experience lately, I mean, the last, probably the last couple of years has been massively talked about and a lot of, you know, a lot of different experts, you know, what are there are really kind of promoting the customer experience and, you know, how we need the importance of it. So, I think that's kind of raised the education on, and the, the, the importance of it. Um, the gap that I see, and I think that is actually missing now, is, is, is the employee experience. Um, so, you know, it's great and fantastic that we look after the customers and we talk about the customer experience, but if we don't have engaged employees, if we don't care about employees, if they don't have an environment where they feel safe and they can work, you know, they, they're never going to perform. They're never going to give great customer experience. So there's a real gap between, you know, what does the employee feel, think, how does he behave, and what does the company give to the employee so they can actually give that great customer experience and so i think that's that's where we need to do a lot more work into the environment side of it and the people side of it that's interesting now because i was having a conversation recently with somebody we were talking about customer experience and we were saying that um, very often it's very easy on your website or your social media or wherever else you put out marketing messages to say how great you are and what a wonderful company you are to do business with but then of course if, as you say, everybody in the company is not engaged by that culture, I suppose that's, is that kind of where you're thinking, you know, this might go wrong effectively? Absolutely. I mean, there's a figure which says 88% of US workers don't feel that the company they work for care for them. I mean, that is incredible. Eight out of 10 people in the US go to work every morning and don't think that the company they work for with or for actually care for who they are i mean that is incredible and you don't you know there's there's no wonder why the you know employees engagements is uh, the return the um employees turnover you know they leave they go somewhere else they look for something else because they're not cared for and this is a massive massive things in leadership at the moment and where so we really need to bring back some care into businesses so are you saying there's definitely a, a correlation and a link then between the way employees feel and yeah. the way ultimately they deal with customers? Uh, absolutely, totally. If the employee is engaged and he feels like he's working for a company who's caring for, you know, for them, who have got a, a vision, a clear mission, and they're really engaged and inspired by them, they will deliver. They will, you know, they're inspired to do the right, the great things. And so that's why... Sorry. 
Sorry, carry on, carry on. It's just that I always use the bees and the beehives and the analogy of the bees because, you know, the bees have got such an incredible, incredible um, way of working. You know, they all work for the same mission and they're all going towards, you know, making those honey and pollinating. And, you know, so, you know, I always kind of make an, a bit of an analogy between businesses and the beehives and how, you know, businesses should work a bit more like beehives. <laughs> now, and this is, is this why you're called the Busy Queen Bee Limited? That's your company, isn't it? That's right. That's right. Yes. Yes. So, and I love them. And when I started, you, you know, the brand, it started, it was a bit of fun to start with where I was saying my mystery shoppers were all my worker bees going to do the visits and then coming back to the hive. And it's kind of how it all started. But when you really think about it, the, the, the community, the work that the bees are doing for the, the environment, you know how you know the pollinations and you know it's it's what we do you know with the businesses that we do we offer we help local businesses to get better improve you know and eventually it's the whole community who will improve so you know that's it, it really kind of it's quite quite close to my heart well a few years ago when i was working in a corporate environment i i spent some time at the ashridge business school which is in north okay. of london and right. uh, I went on a, it was some sort of European leadership program or something. I can't remember exactly what it's called. But what I do remember is there were some guys there talking about swarm theory, which is Why? The, okay. the bee thing. And, and the one thing they did, we had, there were about 300 of us in this room and it was divided into two with a sort of corridor down the middle. And they had a, on the big screen, they had um, uh, an aeroplane and they asked if anybody had flown a plane before and a couple of people did so they got them to try and fly this plane round this course and right. they couldn't do it they couldn't do it you know the pressure was on and they were using you know a, a, some sort of remote control thing so then everyone in the audience had a remote control and the people on the left hand side were told to do up and down and the people on the right hand side left to right yeah and between us we all had to steer this plane and i tell you what it worked i don't know whether it was i'm sure it was true <laughs> but it worked perfectly well so and the, and the the point was that three hundred of us, you know, working yeah. in sort of working together, to make it work. Even though one or two of us would go over the, you know, go the wrong way, maybe, but collectively, between us all, we'd make it work. It was quite an interesting way of just of, of, of you know sort of, and it was all about the swarm theory and the bees working together and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic exercise. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and yeah, and you know, the more you learn about the bees as well, the more you you see different aspect of them the way they communicate with each other when you think they don't talk i mean how can you communicate but they're just incredible you know they have five senses so they can see they can smell they can hear they can buzz you know all those kind of things relate to us as human and as a business it's it really is great 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 analogy to work with now claire you've got a you, you you've got some speaking gigs coming up soon and um, i read on your website that you're going to be in mumbai in november talking on the subject of how to lose your customers love in five <laughs> steps so i don't know whether you want to i don't want to uh, whether you want to share one of those steps or something like that to give us a bit of a flavor for that but that that sounds really interesting well, I think, um, well, and also we are talking, we are during customer service week this week. So, you know, it's yes. a perfect, perfect yes. occasion to, to yeah. talk about this. And uh, yes, I think we, um, we, 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 we all want some love. We all want to feel important. We all, wherever we go, whether it's a phone call or whether it's in the shop next door, 
you know, if somebody remembers your name and say, oh, hello, Claire, how are you today? You feel like, oh, she knows my name, you know, and those are really kind of little, tiny little things that, that brings people together. Um, and one thing that, you know, you can lose, the way you lose your customers, one, the very first step that to lose your customers in, in such a quick way is not to connect with them at an emotional level. If you don't connect with a person in front of you, nothing, you will never see that person again. They may have to come back, you know, if they have nowhere else to go, but they will not come back because they want to. And they're loyal to you. And that's what we want to create as a business. We want to create loyalty. We want to create advocates. We want to create people who just love us so much that they're going to share that love with other people. And connecting at an emotional level, it's, it's the perfect way to connect. If you don't, you will lose your customers. So that's one of the first steps that you do. But there's, there's lots of different things in terms of, I think speaking has been... Uh, the last probably couple of years I've done a lot more speaking um, and I, I just get such a buzz out of it <laughs> again being the queen bee you know because, <laughs> um, because you can share that message to such a big audience and really kind of get them inspired to make some changes and you know when you hear little practical tips you can go back and actually do it straight away there and then you can you know you can think about it and say well yeah why have i not thought about that we can do that straight away so, so this this is going to go out on monday and as you just mentioned it's the start of customer service week in the uk it's the 7th of october so are there any uh, what 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 if companies are listening to this and they think oh, i didn't know anything about customer service week what should they be doing well it's a celebration i mean we don't need let, let's just be really clear do not wait until customer service week to look after your customers right <laughs> customer service week is not just for one week of the year that's it's not just one week of the year please 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 do not take that as a claire said no <laughs> um so it's i think it's a celebration and it's a way to say again it's a way to connect with our customers and say thank you and when I talk about customers, I talk about external customers. So those who come through our front doors, but I also talk about our internal customers, those are, you know, who walk through the back doors. Because if we don't have internal customers, if we don't have our employees engaged, we come back to that engagement and wanted to be here and delivering amazing customer experiences. That will never happen. So let's celebrate both of them. Let's celebrate our employees and let's celebrate our customers and say thank you. You know, it, it's being grateful. It's a, such a powerful way to connect with people. So let's be a little bit grateful and say thank you and just share the great things. Again, we, you know, I think there's a lot of negativity. We always see the bad customer service this and bad customer experience that and fail this and fail that and people being dragged out of planes. I'm not mentioning any names. <laughs> but, you know, let's talk about the great things. Let's talk about the great experiences. Let, let's shine the light on, you know, the great employees that, you know, are doing those, those great works every day. Because positive brings positive. So the more positive we can bring, the better will, you know, that will bring that energy into your business. So let's, let's share some of those 
great you know positive feedback that we get instead of just going for the negative all the time <laughs> and presume presumably um you know if, if you're suggesting i guess that if customers can uh, sorry uh, companies can offer a great customer experience both for their customers and for their employees that's beneficial to the organization in terms of revenue generation, create more sales, more profit, all that sort of stuff. There's a, there's a, there's a kind of link there, I imagine, is there? Absolutely. And I mean, you, you're looking at it. So I've, I've, done, I've, I've got a list of you know, what the benefits are you know, for a company to deliver exceptional customer experience. You know, yes, they'll increase your profit. They'll increase your customers through your doors. They'll increase your customers feeling value. You know, the loyalty that they bring. They're basket will get bigger you know you won't, won't spend as much money on marketing you know you'll have employees who skip down to the road to come and work you know <laughs> you know their well-being will be great you know you'll have less sickness you know all those things that you can think that will that makes a, a company buzz and a company being vibrant and really people who want to be working there and who want to be served by those people so it's um yeah, you know, a, a, a great company who take care of their employees will have happy customers and will have happy bottom lines. Do you know, by sheer, sheer coincidence, last night I was scratching around for something to watch on TV while I was eating. And I, I can't remember, I was on the uh, sort of, you know, the, the catch-up TV channel. I came across a documentary, which was a year or two old, about Cadbury's, the chocolate. Oh, okay. And they were quite revolutionary in their time, you know, well over a hundred years ago where they built the Bourneville village and they mm. provided nurses and doctors and dentists and all sorts of people for their, for their employees who were normally living in pretty squalor conditions. So it was kind of revolutionary and they were sounded as though they were way ahead of their time in providing mm. this care and attention to the people who worked for them. So it was a yeah. great Absolutely yeah. incredible. I mean, I worked for a whole uh, a year when I was, um, in my youth, <laughs> quite young, um, in, uh, in Florida, in Disney World, in, in Epcot Center. So I worked there for a whole year, and that was just, I mean, that must be 25, 26 years ago. And then already was just incredible. It was the first time I really understood what an employee experience and a customer experience meant and what it was all about. If you, you know, if you're looking at businesses, like Cadbury you know so there's some amazing businesses who are doing so well and they're doing it well so that means that other businesses could do it well they just need to have the tools on how to do it so and some processes there'll be people listening to this podcast Claire be going yeah that's great for Disney and Cadbury because you know they've got tons of people who can make this happen but here I am I'm trying to run a small business with 15 employees you know and it's hard work and I know it's customer service week and all that but so other other a couple of top tips you could give to those sort of people to say right you know let's kick start this let's use this as a chance to get moving and of course it's not just for customer service week it keeps going after that any, any yeah, absolutely so there, there's four steps to look at there really is four steps to look at so we talked about the, the four areas that they need to look at we talked about the culture first and then we talked about the environment we talked about the people and we talked about the customers so those are the four kind of you know targets that you need to look at in your business to create that great experience i'm not talking about marketing i'm just talking about culture environment people and customers 
And out of those four, there's four steps to do. You'll need to assess. So assessing means sending out a survey, asking customers, asking employees, how do they feel, how they are, what things are they doing right, what things are doing wrong. You know, so really kind of assessing and listening and understanding what your customers and your employees really think and really feel about the company. Then you will start developing. So following the feedback that you get, you can start, you know, looking at the areas that you're missing out. You know, what are we not doing right? You know, look at your complaints. What are you not doing right? Let's look at strategies that can help you to do that better. So it could be, I don't know, well-being strategy, complete complaint handling strategy. It could be employees onboarding or offboarding strategies. Those kind of things that are missing in the company that they can start really kind of putting in, putting together so they can implement it. So that's a third step. It's implement or train because it's all well to do new standards and to do new strategies. But if you don't share it with your employees, how are they going to know how, what to do and what to deliver? So the training is a big part in terms of putting a really looking at your whole year and putting a really good training plan in place to, you know, not train just three hours and then that's a tick box. No, train, you know, every week, every day, every month, look at different topics of things. What are you missing? What are the feedbacks you're getting from your customers? And the fourth step is measuring. So then we come back to measuring, which is the mystery shopping. It could be measuring the customer satisfaction in doing some mystery shopping program. It could be measuring the employee satisfaction. How happy are they? Do a happiness score. You know, something really, really simple, like two couple of questions and ask them, you know, on a weekly basis at the end of the week, how happy are you? How's your, been, your week been? And that really will give you a really good feedback on, on how they are feeling and what's missing and how you can actually impress, in, in, improve your services. So assessing first, then developing, then you can implement or train, and then you can measure. So those are the four steps that you need to, to kind of do to, to, get, to get to a place where you start, you know, really concreting and having some great, great um, experience there. That's, that's absolutely fabulous, Claire. And, and just, uh, can you just uh, remind everybody who's listening to this, if they would like to get hold of you and, you know, have a conversation with you about coming in to work with them, how does, how do they, how, how, what's the best way of getting hold of you? Well, as you said it very nicely at the beginning, my name is ClaireBoskScott.com. So come on the website, ClaireBoskScott.com, or I'm on every social media possible as well. So Google me. Google me and you'll find me. <laughs> See what I'll comes also, up. And also, I'll also in the show notes on on the on the web, on my website for this podcast, I'll also put the links into you as well, so people can go on there and follow those show, uh, follow those um, links to find you as well. So, Super. Uh, so Claire, Thank you. Um, so what have you got coming up then? What apart from going to Mumbai, you've got some. Are you, are you traveling quite a bit at the moment to deliver your expertise? Well, 
Uh, I'm launching, so customer service week this week, actually, I, I am in Slovenia launching a, a new licensee in Slovenia, which will actually be, um, so she will be doing the same method, the same program that um, I just uh, created, uh, which is a caring service culture program, which is what we talked about, the people, the environment, and, you know, all that kind of things that we just mentioned. And so she will become you know, the customer experience expert in Slovenia. So we're doing Slovenia at this moment in time and launching it. And we've got an event at the end of the, at the, end of the week. Um, so that's, that's very exciting. Um, and then it will be Kuala Lumpur and Mumbai. So I'll be in Kuala Lumpur first before I'm in Mumbai. So we'll be doing the CX Summit there in November. Well, well Claire, I'm really grateful and I hope the <laughs> listeners are, I'm sure they are for, you, for your time and your expertise today. So um, I know you're very busy and you've got loads and loads of stuff going on, but it's been a great <laughs> pleasure. I'm really fortunate that I bumped into you all yeah. to a sheer chance at the Cornwall, at the business show in London. So that was, that was absolutely terrific. So um, a big, big thank you for coming on the show. And um, maybe, maybe we'll get you back at some time in the future and, um, you know, catch up and find out how we're getting on with all your, uh, all the things that you've, you've suggested we do. But it's been fantastic. Terrific. So thank you very much indeed for coming on the show, Claire. Great pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Speak to you very soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media. If your organisation needs to transform its sales activity and re-energise its sales team, or you need help with a key presentation or sales pitch, then please get in touch with Trevor via trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or call him on 07785 390 717. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do leave a review on iTunes or via your podcast app. Thank you.